First in our Bill of Rights is the freedom to hear uncensored ideas and opinions, to think your own thoughts, and to say what's on your mind. We couldn't have liberty without it. Now, more than ever, it's good to spout off, to listen, debate, and participate. Here's your host of Spouting Off, commentator, columnist, and all-around rabble-rouser, Karen Cataline. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, and they are endowed with their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed. Yes, it is going to be another 4th of July. And we have never been, it, it, how do I put this? You know, a talk show host is speechless. Never has it been more important to remember those words and to recognize that America is in a crisis. We have people professing to be leaders, professing to be elected officials. You're not allowed to question that, even though elections have been questioned for just about every election. Suddenly it's against the law. The thought police are here telling you what you are and are not allowed to think. Uh, Things that our founders started for which the American Revolution was started. Uh, Our great founders recognized the joy and the brilliance of a constitution that protected the minority, that protected individual freedom, required personal responsibility, and did not create rights that didn't exist while taking away rights that do. Uh, Natural rights, God-given rights, if you will, whatever you conceive God to be, and that is the right to self-defense, as our Constitution, as our Declaration of Independence says, the rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And our founders gave us a brilliant way to amend the Constitution if necessary, but to constrain the power of government. Among the things that I am celebrating about the repeal of Roe v. Wade is an astonishing precedent. There have been others in which a body with a tremendous amount of power, namely uh, justices in black robes, constrained their own power. That's part of the problem that we have today anyway. And that is we have ideological Marxists that have been bathed in socialism and Marxism and phony utopian narcissism, uh, that believe that governments should expand their role as much as possible. And as the great Dennis Prager has said many times, the bigger the government, the smaller the citizen. The bigger the citizen, the smaller the government. So I encourage you to uh, celebrate the 4th of July, as we love to do, not only with fireworks and hot dogs and hamburgers on the grill, but to celebrate the founding of our liberty and to stop demeaning 
or not allow, I mean, you know, not with a law, because guess what? <laughs> our our constitution and our, our Bill of Rights allow people to hate America and to hate the government and to say things that are stupid. That's the price you pay for liberty. And that liberty is, is uh, under attack right now. So let us remember and read the Declaration of Independence. I've always been of the belief and other people, Jew and non-Jew alike, have uh, celebrated the idea that America needed a Independence Day Seder, a Seder being what we do on Passover to celebrate the exodus from Egypt, celebrate the the um, delivery to freedom uh, by God uh, in, uh, as slaves in Egypt, and even George Washington himself revered that story in what most Christians would call the Old Testament, what Jews call the Torah. Uh, and that's how Jews have passed down that story from generation to generation with a festive meal, telling the story to their kids, making it fun for their kids to learn the story of the Exodus. Never have we needed to learn the story of liberty in America more. Uh, we do have audio. Um, Don, our producer, do we have an audio there? Cut one. Oh, oh, wonderful. Well, I got to have that. Oh, sorry about that. Thank you very much. Let's hear that first cut. Um, and uh, this is, you may have heard it this week. This is uh, Carrie Lake running uh, against, who is it? Gretchen Wichmer. Gretchen, uh, she's, she's running in Arizona. Uh, let's just hear that cut and how she handled the press, CNN. Go. Hi. Hi, nice to see you. You, you, you don't have a mask on anymore. Um, What's we're, going we're on? Outside. Do you have a wow. minute to well, chat? we're six feet apart. <laughs> do you have a minute to chat? Um, I'll do an interview. Okay. As long as it airs on CNN Plus. Oh. <laughs> Does that still exist? Yeah. I didn't think so because the people don't like what you guys are peddling, so, which is propaganda. Thank do you. you. <laughs> the reason that's so great. She did it with a twinkle in her eye, Carrie Lake, running in Arizona. Did it with a twinkle in her eye. Uh, she said she'll do an interview as long as it's on CNN Plus, which is defunct because people don't like what they're peddling. What's so great about that is that this is exactly what the establishment Republicans do not want Republicans to do, which is to fight back. How about that? Uh, so that's why there is indeed a bit of a split more than a bit in the uh, Republican Party with establishment Republicans like Mitch McConnell and his cohorts who voted away and weakened gun rights. Uh, red flag laws are uh, an atrocity because they take away. We've covered this on this show quite a bit. Take away due process and confiscating people's property. We have been seeing uh, certain alphabet agencies uh, f coming into people's homes to take away their due process, to confiscate their property with no, with no um, court order or anything. And, um, and these are the kinds of rights I was talking about earlier that are being eroded. Now, uh, another thing about Roe, we have come to expect that the left, when they don't get their way, 
you have to pay, right? I have to ask with the firebombing of Christian pregnancy centers, uh, were they ever really pro-choice or at all, or were they anti-birth? Why bomb pregnancy centers? Doesn't that mean they're pro-death and you have no choice? That's what they have been exposed to, to show. It's not enough that they can uh, choose to make the laws they want to make if they uh, engage in the process, which they don't want to do, in their state. It's not enough that states have their rights strengthened, which intelligent liberals ought to appreciate is a good thing for other issues, uh, but they don't. Uh, they must force their way on everyone. They have outright hostility to more conservative states like Texas and Florida and Kentucky and Mississippi and all of that, Oklahoma, who want to ban abortion. They don't believe that uh, states have that right to dissent for the same reason they don't believe that Americans have a right to dissent at all, to speak out. They have now tried to convince a whole generation of people, in fact, young and old, that certain words, ideas, and thoughts are dangerous, that thinking something the state doesn't want you to think is somehow dangerous. Now, I don't totally trust that even they believe that. It's just a really great excuse to take away people's rights without due process. Our founders on this upcoming birthday of America uh, are, are spinning in their graves watching, watching what's going on here. In fact, just to, to go full circle, the Declaration of Independence uh, goes on to describe that we shouldn't just, uh, you know, abolish a government. It talks about abolishing a government. If uh, we shouldn't just do that willy nilly, but people have a tendency to take too much before they stand up. We'll have to leave it there. We have a tremendous guest coming up. I'll tell you all about him right after this. You're listening to Spouting Off. I'm Karen Catalina. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. We are being censored. America's news outlets no longer provide the truth. 90% of news outlets in the United States are controlled by six corporations. They're not out to tell you the truth of what's happening. They're out to tell you the picture of the world that they represent. The mission of the Epoch Times is to chase the truth, to ground all statements and facts, and prevent people from being misled. The Epoch Times is independent. We're not controlled by any special interest, and we never will be. This is a battle, a battle between truth and deceit, a battle between forces that would ensnare this country in ignorance and between a media that wants to present you with the truth. Subscribe today to our digital edition at theepochtimes.com and use the promo code RAM and join the Americans who are seeking truth and tradition. Read the difference in all your devices. We'd love to have you on board. Are you tired of the same old snacks? Looking for something a little healthier than that bag of chips or candy bar? 
Even your average bag of trail mix these days is little more than peanuts, raisins, and candy-coated chocolate. Not very healthy, is it? Allow me to introduce you to White Mountain Munchies. Made from 100% all-natural ingredients, White Mountain Munchies combines unique flavors with nutritional value that will tingle your taste buds and strengthen and sustain your overall health and wellness. Eating good never tasted so good. From Maggie's Maple Madness to Hannah's Heavenly Harvest, Grayson's Getaway Goodies, and our limited edition Christmas blend, Jacoby's Jolly Jumble, White Mountain Munchies offers nutritious and delicious snacks that the whole family is sure to love. Pick yours up now through our easy-to-use online store at whitemountainmunchies.com. White Mountain Munchies, non-GMO when you're on the go. Your daughter doesn't want to talk about why her room is a horrible mess. Your son doesn't want to talk about why he's wearing mismatching socks. Your spouse doesn't want to talk about their bad haircut. Families don't have to talk about everything, but they should talk to plan for an emergency. Pack basic supplies in a go bag, water, canned food, flashlights, batteries, medical supplies, IDs, and some cash. Talk about where you'll meet in case you lose one another. And of course, don't forget to pack the dog treats. Talk to your family and make an emergency plan. Go to nyc.gov slash readyny or call 311 to make your family's emergency plan. Brought to you by New York City Emergency Management and the Ad Council. The Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council present the story of Tom and Levi. Tom is the smartest man I know. He's been a professor at two major universities. He's been a teacher for over 40 years. One day, he told me that he was having um, problems in his classes. I think one of the students had asked the question, and he didn't remember the answer. And I also noticed that he was letting his class out earlier than they were supposed to let out. And he was telling them that he was doing it as a favor to them. But I think in reality, he just wanted to get out of there. Um, I was really starting to worry because I saw something was wrong. Levi and I talked about how it would change our lives, but he was there beside me, and my love for him was just immense. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash stories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. Karen Cataline got her parents to name her Karen before she was born so she could grow up to be a punchline. Now here's more Spouting Off with Karen Cataline. Welcome back, everyone, to Spouting Off. It's a historic time we're living through. You just keep you could just keep ticking them off a historic time. Uh, not only with the attacks on our Constitution, we're coming up on the great and wonderful Independence Day of America, the birthday of America, and the Supreme Court decisions, which put some constraints on uh, government power, which is what our founders wanted. And uh, so that's been great. Nobody better to talk about that and so many other things than a guest that I have had on fairly recently. I've invited him back on to discuss at length something I've been mentioning because of his great piece uh, in the stream where he is a prolific 
senior editor of the stream. His name is John Zamirak. Um, he's an author uh, and uh, has written 12 books. And um, if you read them every all five days a week, you'll get tons of great articles for him. He came up with something called anarcho-terrorism. He didn't create it. He's reporting on it. It's brilliant. John Zamirak from the stream. Thank you for joining us here on Spouting Off. Thank you, Karen. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. Yeah, yeah uh, anarcho-tyranny is a really important concept. Yeah, sorry, I, a, I misspoke. Anarcho-tyranny, okay. correct. Yeah, yeah. Google an- anarcho-tyranny. It is a political tactic. It, it is not an ideology. It's a tactic, and it can be used by the left or by the right. It was most infamously used by the Nazis when they came to power. They created an organization of street fighters called the Brown Shirts, the SA, who would beat up their political opponents, would stop them from giving speeches, and would march in and break up meetings of labor unions or Catholic organizations, beat up Jews, have street fights with the communists. But because the local judges and prosecutors were on the side of the Nazis, because they saw them as German patriots who would help fight communism, their street fighters wouldn't get arrested. They would get a slap on the wrist. We saw Hitler try to overthrow the government in the beer hall putsch. He should have been shot, put up against the wall and shot for treason. Instead, he got a year and a half in a cozy cell with a secretary typist who, so that he could write Mein Kampf. Um, so that you, when, when, when you, when, when the people in power have terrorists, street fighters who they side with, they let them get away with murder. That's not the anarchy part. Then the tyranny part of it is where they enforce the law ruthlessly against anyone who opposes them politically. They even put them in prison unjustly. Um, and so the communists who defended themselves or the socialists or the Catholics who fought back against the Nazis, they would go to jail. This is literally how the Nazis established sufficient power over German cities that the German government felt obliged to bring in Hitler as chancellor to avoid a civil war. Well, that's what the Democrats are doing to us now. If you saw the riots in, in 2020, the George Floyd riots, Citizens were terrorized, their, built, their businesses were looted, their property was stolen, and nobody was prosecuted. Virtually none of the rioters from 2020 were prosecuted because the local authorities were siding with them, and the police just stood by and let them do it. But anyone who tried to defend himself, like Jake Gardner in Omaha, Nebraska, mm-hmm. look up his name, Jake Gardner. Yes. Uh, he was driven to suicide by, by nasty prosecutors pursuing him for first-degree murder, for defending himself against a looter who was attacking him in his bar and had Uh attacked his elderly father and was trying to strangle him to death. Jake Gardner was prosecuted to the point and and, uh, was kicked off a GoFundMe so he couldn't raise defense funds. He eventually committed suicide. This was a veteran with combat decorations. Look what they did to Kyle Rittenhouse for defending himself against a mob that was screaming, kill him, and hitting him with a wooden skateboard. Look what they did to the McCluskeys in St. Louis, a mob of looters who had already burned buildings, come on their front lawns. They just stand outside holding their guns. They 
were prosecuted and they lost their license to practice law. How do they make a living now? This, and look at now the January 6th defendant. Jacob Chansley, the so-called QAnon shaman, the guy with the Viking helmet, he didn't hurt anybody. He didn't break anything. And when he was friendly with the cops, and when he the cops armed. told him to leave, he, he left. Yeah. He wasn't he armed, is, right? He no. is, sorry? What? He wasn't armed. I'm sorry to... Wasn't armed. Yeah. No. Wasn't armed. He wasn't violent. He is going to spend three years in prison. There are two Marxist attorneys in New York City, both of them immigrants, who were making Molotov cocktails and throwing them at police cars. They are getting less jail time than Jacob Chansley for walking in and sitting in Nancy Pelosi's seat. That's a narco-tyranny. The Democrats are using the Nazi playbook for taking power against us, and the January 6th committee is part of it. Terrifying. On this uh, uh, eve, kind of, eve of the 4th of July, many people don't never believe that we would see such things, the United States of America. Let's drill down just a little. We're talking to my friend and incredible writer, uh, John Zamarak of Stream.org. I always wonder, John, how they can turn these riots on and off like a spigot. They push a button. Yeah. All of a sudden, they're they're firebombing pregnancy clinics. They push a, another right. button, and and bricks end up uh, in the, just the right place to start a riot. Have you done any investigation on that? And how? Who's behind no, some haven't. of that? It, it, that would okay. take a serious investigative reporter. And I'm yeah. a columnist and commentator. That, that's Sorry. my specialty. But just we but, wonder, um, you know, we wonder no, how no, that I happens. Mean. You know. Well, obviously, if we ever have free elections in this country again that are not stolen, um, we're going to need a justice, a Republican president to purge the Justice Department of all the political hacks and appoint new people. And they have to look into this and find out what was the national conspiracy that was flying the same rioters all around the country and putting them up in three star hotels. What was who was funding this? Um, who was organizing it? Who was behind it? Um, we had Kamala Harris on television encouraging people to keep it up. We had Michelle Obama on, at the Democratic National Committee threatening voters that if they didn't vote for Biden, the riots would get worse. That was effectively extortion yeah. of the American public. Yeah. We, we had Obama American saying uh, illegals are allowed to vote. Go vote. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. We Americans are very satisfied and, 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 and sort of sleepy and where you've been free for a long time. It's hard for us to believe that one of the two major political parties is actually actively trying to take away our political freedoms, but that's clearly what's happening. Uh, and, and the collaborators and traitors within the Republican party, like Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger and Magazines like National Review, which backs the January 6th purge trials. Commentators like David French and Rod Dreher, who, who back all the persecution of Trump supporters and election integrity activists, who mocked and sneered and, 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 and humiliated any, anyone who dared uh, investigative election fraud. These people are all part of the problem. John, I had a call from a dear friend of mine this past week who said, 
you know, he said, I want to know from you as if I could answer. It's all speculation, but I want to hear your speculation. He asked me, what's with Liz Cheney? Why has she got such a vendetta against Trump? And I gave him my speculation and qualified it by saying we can only speculate. Uh, what what might be your answer to my friend? Well, I think that there was an entrenched power within the Republican Party that had a very specific agenda. Invade the world, invite the world. These are people associated with big corporations, especially defense contract defense contractors that profited enormously from things like the war in Iraq and the war in Afghanistan. And they're profiting right now from the war in Ukraine. These people have billions, even trillions of dollars to lose if we actually pursued an America first foreign policy. That's one thing. These same people invested in large corporations benefit enormously from illegal immigration, from cheap labor. Donald Trump threatened both things. He threatened their gravy train. They might stop making money selling weapons to the Pentagon for wars America doesn't need, and they might have to pay workers a decent living wage because they couldn't be immediately undermined and replaced by cheap, frightened immigrants who were smuggled in by human traffickers from Latin America. So you've got trillions of dollars at stake, plus political power. Uh, Trump threatened to break the whole establishment in the Republican Party. Hold that thought. We have, that's a perfect time to just take a quick break. Um, John is my only guest for the rest of the show because he is so good. We are going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll have more with John Zemirak. Stay tuned. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. Every MyPillow is made with passion here in my home state of Minnesota to ensure you get the best sleep of your life. One of the things that I really like about MyPillow is the support. It gives my neck a little hug. I've never slept better in my life. What's better than a great night's sleep? Call or go online to take advantage of my best offer ever. For a limited time, when you use your promo code, you can get premium my pillows regularly $69.98, now only $29.98. With our 60-day money-back guarantee, you have nothing to lose. Sleep well, America! Call 1-800-867-0416 and use the promo code RAM, R-A-M. That's 1-800-867-0416 and use the promo code RAM. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. Hi, it's Karen Cataline. It's been almost a decade since I wrote Fat Lash Food Police in the Fear of Thin. It's about my early experiences in child beauty pageants and being put on extreme diets. Remember when that was shocking? Sadly, that seems like child's play compared to what we are watching today when politicians and woke corporations are actually advocating for the sexualization of children. Everyone's children. We're watching a frontal attack on childhood innocence. This is one story, my story. Fat Lash illustrates and explains why good boundaries are essential for kids to grow up healthy. They need their parents to set them, not the government. Get Fat Lash today. It's available in paperback or ebook at Amazon 
or at my website, KarenCataline.com. Wouldn't it be great if life came with remote control? You know, you could hit pause when you needed to or hit rewind. Like that time you knocked down that wasp's nest. Uh-oh. Or that time you forgot to roll up your windows in the car wash. Fantastic. Yeah, a remote control would have come in handy then. Well, life doesn't always give you time to change the outcome. But pre-diabetes does. With early diagnosis and a few healthy changes like managing your weight, getting active, stopping smoking, and eating healthier, you can stop pre-diabetes before it leads to type 2 diabetes. It's easy to learn your risk. Take the one-minute test today at doihaveprediabetes.org. Life doesn't come with a remote control. So you're on your own with the wasps. You have the power to take control of pre-diabetes. Visit doihaveprediabetes.org today. That's doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners. Put a frog in a pot of boiling water and it'll jump right out. But put a frog in a pot of cool water and slowly heat it up, that frog will boil. As a metaphor for us and all that we go through as veterans, it's a story that rings true. We learn to endure the heat in silence. We apply what we learn to life, the bills, the job, the family, things we're expected to handle with ease. When life heats up around us, we just try to stay afloat. We let the water boil. Reaching out isn't easy, but you've never been interested in easy. You join because you are not afraid of hard work. You are not a frog. If you or a veteran you know needs support, don't wait until the water boils. Reach out. Find resources at va.gov reach. That's va.gov reach. Brought to you by the United States Department of Veterans Affairs and the Ad Council. Karen Cataline puts the Judeo in Judeo-Christian. Now back to Spouting Off. Welcome back, everyone. We're talking to one of my favorite guests, John Zamarak from stream.org. He's senior editor at the stream, prolific writer. And all you got to do is go to the stream and look for his columns. Uh, Currently, he's got one called, Can the Supreme Court SCOTUS Save Our Gun Rights from Republicans in the Senate? Thank you so much, John Zamarak. People need to read you everywhere. Thanks for spending time with us. Thank you, you, Karen. My pleasure. The piece Uh, that I'd recommend people look at concerning what we're talking about now, I wrote a piece called The United Snakes of Un-America. And that ran a few days before. The United Snakes of Un-America, where I explain what the left is really up to, in my opinion. I have a sort of general theory of what's going on. Tell us. I believe that the, the, the billion-dollar and trillion-dollar corporations and the left-wing, left-wing activists in the street and the people in the pride marches and the people in the, in the, the, Repub- the rhinos, the Republicans in name only, uh, the whole political spectrum from AOC to Liz Cheney and the whole corporate elite that, and media elite that are backing it, they want to transform our society on the model of Latin America. They want what sociologists call the Hacienda Society. A Hacienda Society is where there's a tiny elite that monopolizes all the wealth, all the power, all the influence 
plus all the legal rights and legal protections of the system. All the power is concentrated in that tiny elite that lives inside the hacienda. And then outside of that, there are people who live in the guard towers and the guard, the, the police buildings. They're the ones who enforce the system and keep it in power. And then, then there are the gates, and outside the gates, everyone lives in a slum, in a favela, where they have no, pub, no meaningful public services, no order in the streets, no political power, and really no legal protection from arbitrary persecution, either by the government or by violent mobs that the elite sends out to terrorize them. This is what the Democrats crave. And when, when a company says it will pay for women to, to go on abortion junkets, or when a company says it will sponsor Drag Queen Story Hour for kids, or when a company says it'll fire anyone who owns a gun, what all they're doing is signaling that they want to live inside the hacienda. They don't want to be stuck out in the favela with the rest of us. And so people can smell in the wind where the power is going. And when they see that a hacienda society, uh, an oligarchy, is being established, some of us get angry and fight back. But a lot of people just say, well, I want to be on the side of the winner. So, mm -hmm. okay, yeah, I'll put a rainbow sticker on my car. We'll hang a rainbow flag outside our church. Uh, I'll come out against the Second Amendment. Uh, I'll pick at Clarence Thomas's house because I can see which way the wind's blowing. This oligarchy mm -hmm. is taking more and more power, and I don't want to be locked out. I want to get on Noah's Ark. I don't want to drown with all these losers out here. And, and John, uh, there's a word for this, although this leads to a bigger question that I can't wait to ask you. They, they are often known as useful idiots, aren't they? They're helping the system, yeah. and they're going to get crushed by it. Well, some of them will benefit from it, though. Some of them will get to work in public schools and, and for, you know, the racial enforcement bureaucracy or some diversity thing. What they're doing is they're competing for positions as guards. They want to mm -hmm. live in the guardhouses of the Hacienda. They just don't want to be stuck out in the cold with the rest of us. So I'm not sure they're entirely idiots. Some of them are benefiting. I mean, William right. Crystal used to be pro-life. Now he's, now he's against the overturning of Roe v. Wade. He's against everything he used to be for just it's because true. of Donald Trump. But he's getting funded. His little magazine, his website are getting funded by a left-wing Iranian billionaire. So yeah. he's not missing any paychecks. Breaks my National heart. Review is still collecting money. They're still mm -hmm. paying salaries. So the, you and I are the ones taking a risk. We're the ones... Yeah betting everything that we can preserve liberty, preserve the North American social system of a widely big middle class and, and social mobility for the poor to rise to the middle class and the middle class to rise to be rich and the rich to go down and become middle class and poor if they screw up. That kind of social mobility has always been characteristic of the United States of America. It's not of countries like Mexico and Guatemala, where the land is still owned by the great-great-great-grandchildren of the conquistadors, and the Indians right. are still screwed. That is wow. the social system that the Democrats, for all their left-wing rhetoric, they're trying to create uh, a colonial-style 
Spanish hacienda oligarchy right here in the United States. Stunning. Let me, this is something that I, I would love for you to explain. Maybe it's the prism that some of us have been looking through too long and you're giving us a whole new, I hate to use the trendy word rubric to look at it. But when I see the globalism, the massive Marxist ideologies coming out of the World Economic Forum, Forum, Forum with tyranny, medical tyranny, the you will own nothing, but you will be happy because, of course, I'll own everything. Um, is there no disagreement between the globalists on the supposed right um, and the globalists on the Marxist left? Or is that just a uh, theater? Um, that's just theater. Yeah. yeah, that's what I want to know. I mean, there may be different factions. There were different factions among the Nazis. There were different factions among the Bolsheviks. They were struggling for power within the oligarchy, but they were determined to have the oligarchy and to bring it into power and exterminate its enemies. And then they could squabble over who got which dacha or who got the biggest limo. Uh, uh. But the differences are trivial between uh, within the, within the oligarchy they have slight factional differences, the way the mafia sometimes has a fight between two different crime families, but they're analogy. both crime families. It's a good analogy. That's why we have only learned after the fact how close the Clinton family and the Bush family always was and still is. How yeah. uh, the Bushes, which is like a crime family, never really said a word about Obama and what he was doing because they clearly agreed with them. Look at, look at what, um, yeah. look at what the, look at how pathetic the Republican party became. Yeah. Um, after George H.W. Bush, they rejected Pat Buchanan's insurgency. He was the only decent candidate who presented himself in that period. Then who, look who they nominated. We nominated Bob Dole, yeah. John McCain, Mitt Romney, pathetic shadows and look what he is rhinos. now compared to what he professed to be. If anybody has a memory, he's not even the same guy. But guess what? Well, this he is who he always was. This is what he always was. George we just W. Happened Bush. To, the mask he, is off. Yeah. George W. Bush. I mean, that what a pathetic mediocrity. He failed his yes. way through life, being bailed out by his daddy. And uh-huh. he, he gets to be governor of Texas, wasn't a good governor, and then gets to be president. Because apparently the Republican Party is really a monarchist party, and they wanted a dynasty. But look at the succession of pitiful candidates that our establishments foisted on us. Um, And we were surprised that we lost. And now, when we finally got a decent candidate, a political genius like Donald Trump, they all turned against him. They all voted for Hillary. And then they tried to assist in his impeachment. George W. Bush equated the January 6th peaceful election integrity protesters with the hijackers of 9-11 who killed 3,000 Americans while trying to kill kill 30,000. He equated those people. That shows you the Republican establishment hates us. They view us as disgusting, deplorable, embarrassing, snake-handling fanatics whom they reluctantly have to throw a few pieces, chunks of red meat to in order that they can get into the hacienda and control the guardhouses instead of the Democrats. 
but they both want an oligarchical system. They both want centralized power and money and wealth, and for all of us to be on the outside begging for scrap. That, John Zmirak, is the answer to my friend's question about uh, Lynn Cheney, Liz Cheney, and that is uh, she is her father's daughter, and she's doing her father's bidding, and her father, right. many people thought, was calling the shots in the W administration. They are yeah. clearly go- globalists, always were. And so a lot of the accusations that by at that point Republicans defended against really turned out to be true, didn't they? Everyone needs to watch 2000 Mules, Dinesh D'Souza's movie. Everybody needs to be following Steve Bannon's TV program on The War Room. Check mm-hmm. that out. He tells truth three hours a day. Read me at the stream, stream.org. Listen to Eric. We have, to, we have to take a quick break, and I'm going to let you continue that list because that's what we can do. Uh, we have John's America for one more segment. Stay tuned. Eric Kathleen. We'll be right back. I was asking God through prayer, seeking a good news source. I believe he showed me the epic times. I delivered the mail and came across an issue. The front page intrigued me, and I subscribed. Now I cut out articles and give them to friends and family. I leave old issues at the library and around my community. We read it to our kids and love the positive messages in each article. So why do I think everyone should read the Epic Times? Because they're bringing back traditional values to this great country. Share healthcare. How can I help? help? I missed the deadline. Um, what deadline? The healthcare deadline. I'm locked out. We don't have any deadlines at Share Healthcare. You can enroll with us at any time. Oh, but can I afford it? Share Healthcare programs start at one forty nine a month. Less than five dollars a day. Can I keep my doctor? Absolutely. Pick your own doctor and hospital. Amazing. How do I join? Just visit sharehealthcare.com. Sharehealthcare.com. Sometimes you need a woman's opinion, especially if you're trying to do the impossible, which is to understand women. I'm not really comfortable talking about certain things with women I know or even with family members. I used to wish there was a smart woman who didn't know me, but who would care enough to give me good advice. Now there is. Ask Aunt Emma is for men only, but it's not therapy or phone dating. It's just wise advice. Is completely anonymous because you call and pay through liveadvice.com. So I decided to give it a try. I was amazed at Anima's insights. She gave me a lot to think about so I could decide what to do next. And maybe she can help you too. Find Ask Aunt Emma on Facebook or register at liveadvice.com and you can speak to her practically right away. Again, you can find Ask Aunt Emma on Facebook or you can register at liveadvice.com. Get the female perspective. Just ask Aunt Emma. Ask Aunt Emma is for men only. Must be 18 or older. What is dedication? I am the father of a nine-year-old little girl and a six-year-old little boy. And I find fatherhood both relentlessly challenging and relentlessly rewarding. My daughter is biological and my son is adopted. I love them both so much. From the morning when you wake up to putting them to bed at night, And every moment in between, it really is so special. And boy, is it exhausting. One thing that I fear about being a parent is the future for my children. I think a parent's job is to protect our children, but also prepare them for the world so they become good, kind human beings. But I'm also hopeful that the future holds 
a more inclusive and compassionate world for them. That's dedication. Find out more at fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm-mm. Text and catch the bus. Text and miss your stop. Wait, 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 wait. Text and be late to work. Sorry, I'm late. Text and work. Text and pretend to work. Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. <clears throat> Who, me? Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. <sighs> Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Ugh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Sign up for Karen's newsletter and read her columns at KarenCataline.com. Now back to Spouting Off with Karen Cataline. Welcome back, everyone. We are talking to one of the best guests ever, John Zamerak from stream.org. Uh, thank you for staying with us for this extended interview. Can you continue with that list of what good freedom lovers sure. who love the Constitution, love our liberties can do at this juncture? Yeah. Okay. What happened? Did we lose our, our guest? Um, well, Dawn, can you? Uh, uh, Karen, I'm, Karen, I'm sorry. I was leaning on the mute button. Can you hear me? Uh-huh. Good. I mean, yes, we can hear you. Go right in. Okay, John. so forget about National Review. It now works for the enemy, okay? Mm. Um, it's, so, it's so Vichy, they might as well publish it in French. Uh, it's working for the Germans. <laughs> mm. Read American Greatness. American Greatness is an amazing daily news and commentary site that is run by patriots and liberty lovers and American Constitution lovers and uh, people who are willing to look at election fraud, willing to look at the truth about January 6th, about immigration. American Greatness is some of the best writers who used to be at National Review, like Victor Davis Hanson, now right there instead. Um, yeah. Roger Kimball writes there. So American greatness, and especially uh, Julie McCarthy. Mm. Uh, okay. Do I have her name right? Yeah, McCarthy. Uh, there is, they have just really close, detailed reporting on the January 6th cases and how our civil liberties are being trampled. The people from January 6th, they are the canaries in the coal mine. Oh, yeah. What what the left is doing to them through our perverted justice system is what they will do to us next. What they did to Kyle Rittenhouse, to Jake Gardner, God rest his soul, to the McCluskeys, what they tried to do to Nick Sandman, that is their model. Well, and they're, very, they're also using the FBI in cases in Colorado to storm uh, Tucker Carlson did a big report about this. There's no charge. There's no nothing, but they confiscate property 
and scare people in the middle of the night and put them in leg irons. That's um, right. Didn't ever think we'd see red, that in America. That's what these red flag laws are. These red flag laws that these Republican traders voted for. Yes. Um, yes. They allow any nosy neighbor who doesn't like your political yard sign or uh-huh. lawn contractor you fired or ex-spouse or disgruntled ex-boyfriend, they can call the police and and say that you are a threat, that you're not safe to have guns. The cops will show up, forcibly seize your guns. Then you have to hire a lawyer and convince a liberal judge that you are actually entitled to your Second Amendment rights. The burden of proof is on you. It is completely un-American. If the Constitution stood on its head, it is Kafka in action, live Kafka here in America. Right. Uh, what John, else should you be reading? Should, Before we go with what else you should be reading, yeah. let's yeah. just assume for a minute, and this is the hardest question ever, and you know, and this is the one I want to ask you always, and that is, uh, uh, let's say that you're well-informed and you're reading a lot of the stuff that you're talking about. They're reading you. The question is, as hard as it is to ask, what do we do uh, then when we see the kind of corruption that is abusing power right now as we speak? Well, you, um, you support candidates who are willing to say the 2020 election was dishonest. That, that's right, the best litmus test. If you've got somebody who's unwilling to criticize the 2020 election, he's telling you, I don't care that the Democrats stole the last election, and I'm going to let them steal the next one. But vote for me anyway, because I belong to a really nice country club. Yeah. So that well, should be a litmus test. And someone that did happen in to... Colorado, right there. Uh, they, yeah, someone they, who's the willing Republicans... to speak out. Yes. Someone who's willing Sorry. to speak out in defense of the January 6th dissidents. That's another litmus test. Oh. Um, anyone who's willing to be critical of the rush to war with Russia over Ukraine. Yes. Uh-huh. That's another litmus test. Um, right. the, our enemies have a program. They want to get us into a war with Russia so they can suspend our civil liberties. They can seize our guns so they can set up abortion clinics on federal land so that they can arrest parents who go to school board meetings and accuse them of being uh, agents of Vladimir Putin. Uh Uh, Um, In our last couple of minutes, John, I just wanted to mention, since it was so apropos, this past week we saw a little bit of those factions you referred to as the mob, uh, because the term was used not new world order, but liberal world order. Uh, so what do you think of that? I think, I think that's actually just, that's a tempest in a teapot, because uh, the, the term liberal in the, in the European sense, um, which, which is how it was originally used, that actually is libertarian. So I, I think the whole liberal world, world order thing, it's, it, it's, it's an insignificant terminological dispute. Um, right. the, the point is they want a single world order, not alternative ones. They want a single system embracing the entire earth with no dissent, no opposition, and no escape. They want the World Health Organization to be able to override local laws. They want huge corporations that are in bed with China to censor what we can say on the Internet. They want, to, they want to stop your doctor from giving you the medicine you want because they want to force you to take a vaccine made out of dead babies that hasn't been tested that causes people to have heart attacks. 
the whole idea of a monopoly of power. By, what about in the this hands death cult? Uh, we got two minutes left, but you you put on top, you superimpose everything you mentioned with forcing dangerous drugs on the masses. Man, right. oh man, you have an ugly, ugly, ugly picture. That they're trying to take too, away the medical license of my cardiologist. Yeah. My cardiologist is Peter McCullough. They're trying to take uh-huh. away his medical license because he wouldn't go along with their dangerous reckless recommendations that were killing people of COVID. Uh, and he came yeah. up with better treatment regimens that saved thousands of lives. So they want to destroy him. They want to shoot the messenger. Yeah. I will say when people ask about the Roe v. Wade, and we didn't even get to talk about it from a man who, who works at a Catholic, wonderful uh, place at stream.org is you can describe it as a cult of death. That's what yes. seems to be going on right now. And we're watching it. John Zamarak, thank you so much for joining thank us. You, um, read John Zamarak at stream.org. And uh, we'll try to have you back on a regular basis because you not only tell the truth, you tell it courageously, and you are a smart guy. Thank you thank for joining us. Thank you so much, us. Karen. You same for you. My pleasure. You too. Well, that about does it for us here on Spouting Off. Please join us every week whenever Spouting Off is on. Sometimes you'll get it at different times of the day. We are delighted to have a partnership with Salem Media Distribution. So you never know when you might hear Spouting Off. Just go to my website, karencataline.com. Thanks to Don and everybody who makes this show possible. Be well and keep on us spouting off.